welcome to Brunettes, Beans, and Babble. We are your brunettes. I'm Emma. And I'm Emily. A couple of girls with lots of opinions and coffee addictions. Although neither of us are drinking coffee right now. Neither of us have coffee right now. I was going to go get coffee after I go to Target, but I have not gone to Target yet. Mm. I woke up late this morning, and so I had my coffee in the break room at Target. And... I mean, we'll see what time I end up getting coffee. If I if it's, if it's late, I might not get coffee. I might get something less caffeinated. Okay. You want to introduce our topic today? I have much to say about our topic I today. know you do. I wrote a whole speech on it. You sure did. I was just seeing if I could find that speech. I don't think I have it anywhere. I'm going to find out, though. Today. 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 Today we are going to discuss the con- the concept of gatekeeping <laughs> in fandom. Um, mostly in fandom. That's really what I want to attack. There's mm-hmm. gatekeeping in many ways, but we're going to talk about gatekeeping in fandom and the idea... Of being a real fan versus a fake fan. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad, man. It is bad. So I think we could we can agree gatekeeping doesn't have the best connotation. No. <laughs> um it's turned into a funny like haha gatekeep girl boss. Oh yeah, yeah. Know. What is it? Gatekeep girl boss guilt Gaslight. trip gaslight. Yeah. It's turned into a meme. Which, fine, funny, haha. Um, but gatekeeping sucks. And I, the, the thing about that meme that, like, is funny, haha, and works is because it's the whole, like, girl boss, like, that type of energy, I guess, that vibe, that somebody, sort of personification of it. Somebody that I follow on TikTok made um, playlists for each of those of Taylor Swift songs. Mm-hmm. Um... Like, gatekeep, girl boss, etc. And I kind of missed the joke. (laughs) (laughs) Oh? Because I am bad at internet, and so sometimes I don't, I don't know the memes. Anyway, it's funny haha and works because that's (laughs) the personification sort of that it has taken on. Um, we could get into how that wouldn't work if it, because the sort of, like, opposite end of that meme is mansplain, manipulate, I can't think of the other ones. Oh. So you have, like, you have this sort of, like, female male Mm -hmm. thing going on. Gatekeeping. Not good. Not a thing that I am a big fan of. Um, a thing that I want to jump in and say is still can exist in a gray area. Mm-hmm. Um, much as we've discovered is a thing we like on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We exist in, well, we exist, we exist in a gray area. Yeah. We're, we're not children, and we're also, like, not adults. Mm-hmm. We just, everything is gray. Everything's gray. Um, 
I feel like you should say something because I will talk a lot about this. I, uh, I, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid of people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good place to start. And I, because I'm a Taylor Swift fan. Mm-hmm. I, but I am like, I am going to the concert. I'm very excited about it. But I, like, when all of that was, like, happening and people were, like, on TikTok and Twitter and whatever being, like, she's not your number one artist. Like, you don't deserve tickets and all sorts of things. And I was, like, I'm afraid of these people. (laughs) Yeah. I think, yeah. I mean, again, internet, people will say wild shit all the time and you know, a grand majority of the time, it really, like, it really means nothing. I know um, But that doesn't mean that it, is, it has no impact. Yeah. Um, gatekeeping. Gatekeeping. What you, oh, I, I have so many thoughts about gate, gatekeeping. So I say specifically in fandom because I think that that is maybe the most, like, inconsequential in the grand scheme of things that have been gatekept, um, but also very easily relatable. Mm-hmm. Um, and something very near and dear to me, because obviously we be nerds here. We do be nerds <laughs> we here. We do be nerds here. Um, nerds. I have a question. So, establishing the idea that gatekeeping is any practice that is, like, you want to hit? You want to hit us with the definition? I could, I could hit us with a real definition. Sure. Hit us with a definition. The activity of controlling and usually limiting general access to something. So you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's keeping people out of out of whatever the, like a group a group whatever the group some sort of like situation is in group. Yeah, there's an in group and there's an out group, and you. The act of gatekeeping is limiting the people who can come in, whether that is yeah. a, like, oh, if you don't know this much, you don't count as part of the in-group. Right. Or, or whatever. It can be, like, stupid things. The one that I think we are going to probably talk most, or that I have a lot of opinions on is, um, I don't want to say that we will talk about the most, but we should also talk about is based on sex. Based on, <gasps> yeah, like, that's a big thing. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, any sort of identifying factor could all, like, your sex, gender, race, this religion, Whatever. this, that, or yeah. the other, can all, all also be reasons that people have decided you don't count. You don't count in whatever the end group is. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pose the question, when would you say you were first aware that somebody was gatekeeping something from you, or attempting to? Hmm. <laughs> I feel like probably, like, middle school? hmm Somewhere in there? That's pretty, yeah, a pretty fair answer. Like, sixth or seventh grade? Mm-hmm. Like, 11, 12-ish? I have a very good, and this is, this is a very, like, 
social, like in a social setting, gatekeeping a certain social group. Um, if you didn't have a pink jacket in, I believe this was fifth grade. If you did not have a pink jacket, you could not be spoken to at recess. And that is obviously like bullying and awful. And I was kind of like, I was still at an age slash place with my myself that like, I did not care. I did not care at all. People still talked to me. I still had friends. I was fine. Um, but that was very much like this. If you don't have this thing, that is the thing that makes the in-group the in-group. You're not cool. You are not cool. Mm-hmm. Which is gatekeeping. That is still gatekeeping. Um, you want to be mildly attacked Um gatekeeping. Sure. Um, if we were talking... Come at me. This is a very, like, a, taking gatekeeping in a very loose terminology, um, you are probably being conditioned mm-hmm. from the time you are born. Yeah. To fit, I mean, not probably, you are being conditioned from the time you are born to fit into a certain little box mm-hmm. of what people think that you should be, mm-hmm. whether that's your parents, your teachers, whatever. Um, the, I, I bring this up because this was in my psychology of gender class, mm-hmm. <laughs> which was years ago. Let's establish that. This was, that was four years ago at this point. Yeah, something like that. Um, so, I don't have all the perfect. It also was only one class. It was also only one class, and I don't have all the perfect, but it was very interesting, and I enjoyed looking at that stuff even outside of that class. Um, the like most noticeable is the these are boys toys these are girls, these are girls toys. toys these oh are my boys gosh, clothes yeah. these are girls clothes you're right which is something that i yell about all the freaking time because i think it's so fucking dumb mm-hmm. <laughs> so again a very loose term uh, like a very loose usage of the term gatekeeping yeah um but that is still essentially what gate the practice of gatekeeping is. Yeah. It is putting limits on who can access a certain group. And I think that the whole boys' toys and girls' toys is a good example because sexism is often a... I think the toys thing is a good example of how the foundations of gatekeeping and that practice are kind of... Um, conditioned into us and our beliefs and just how we interact with the world around us Um, because sex is often used as a divider between in and out and kind of grows with you. Mm -hmm. I think the very obvious to me one was video games. Mm. Mm -hmm. There were certain video games that like the boys played, and it would be all of your sports, any of your, like, first-person shooters, your Call of Duty, Halo, nonsense. Whatever, yeah. Um, Mario existed in a world of everybody Mario happy. is a gender. <laughs> um, but then there were the girls' games where, like, I had a fashion designer game. I had Nintendo. Oh, my God, dogs. computer games. Yeah. I had, because my brother had, like, I had, like, a Barbie game, and, like, my brother had, like, Mm-hmm. Right. Whatever. That's something else. Something else. So it, like, I think that is one that, like, definitely grows with you, and it keeps going because you reach a point where then 
you have people deciding, oh, this makes you a real gamer. This, this is not real. This doesn't count as a true video game. Or this one is lesser than this other one. Mm -hmm. Or because you like this one, you're not skilled at this one, so I don't see you as a good player. Yeah. yeah. All of that. Gatekeeping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, video games is obviously one that I have beef with. Um, because I think that there were a lot of games growing up that I probably would have enjoyed playing. Also, like, I have more of an interest in video games now because I also have time to have interest and explore interest versus, you know, when I was younger I didn't always have the time to just pick up a video game. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but there, it's there. Um, there were definitely games that like I was aware of was not something, not that I, not that anybody specifically was telling me, oh, you can't play that. But it right. had just been conditioned that, like, oh, that's not supposed to be something that's that you're boy game. interested in. That's yeah. a boy game. Um, mm -hmm. And it's definitely, like, there are some things that, because I didn't play them, it makes me trying to play things now harder. Because I don't have the skills. Not that I can't. Again, I can. you can do something and get better at it. And right. it doesn't matter. But gatekeeping. Um... Gatekeeping and my fear of people being rude is why I don't play some of the games that I have an interest in. This I, is why you and I are going to play by ourselves. Yes. This is why there was a huge... No meanies allowed. Like, <laughs> moment on TikTok where there were, like, let's start a Discord server to get female gamers together. Let's. I have a cozy game server. I have this, that, and the other. Um, just a big push to be like, we can do this too, create a safe space for us within gaming. Um, but also to be like, we are also valid. We can also claim the title gamer. Mm -hmm. We can be just as good. <laughs> you don't have to be rude. You don't have to decide that I count or I don't count. Nonsense. So that's one I have big beef with. Mm -hmm. Clearly. <laughs> I know another one you have big beef with. Yes, you wanna... I bet I... Yeah. Music. Music. I have a big... I have big beef with music people... With music people trying to gatekeep music. Um, I think that... It's stupid. And... Honestly, gatekeeping in anything... You're keeping... Like... You are literally keeping people out of sharing an interest with you. Mm -hmm. Rather than using a common interest as a way to connect to other people, you are using it as a way to actively, like, become an adversary, really. Like, yeah. Why? I don't understand. But yes, I have big beef with music. I think, um... The, like, sort of stereotype, maybe, of fake fans in music is the random teenage girl wearing Nirvana, Rolling Stone, Grateful Dead, something, some shirt, some band t-shirt, because it's cute and on sale at Forever 21 or whatever, mm -hmm. um, meets 
guy being like, do you even know that band? Name. Name this many of their songs. X many songs. And what was the first single off of their seventh album or whatever. Like, it's so dumb. (laughs) It's just so dumb. But yeah, I think that's the, like, that is what people think of when they think fake fan. Which, by the way, I don't think a fake fan is a real thing. Because it isn't. <laughs> Let me just right now. I don't think there is because it is somebody <laughs> who is a fake fan. Not that is not to say that there are not people who are less interested than you. But that doesn't mean that they are. But fake. that doesn't mean they're fake. And and the people who the the other thing that I think comes with the like fake fan sort of definition is. The people who are using it as a way to get another person, um, I think the, the like, sort of stereotype that I think of there is the, oh, the girl who's into comics because she's trying to get the guy. Mm. Mm-hmm. Or she's into, she's pretending she's into sports to get the guy. Maybe instead of assuming it's, they have no interest and they're just acting that way, maybe approach it with, maybe they do have an interest and they just don't know. Mm-hmm. Help them out. What about that? Maybe they don't have anybody else to talk to about it. And you're their way in. Like, I just, I don't think the, I don't think fake fans are isn't fake fans. Just, isn't it just more fun for everybody if we just let people like what they like and then we can, like... I don't know, like, be humans about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, oh, I don't get it. And the whole, like, oh, like, Nirvana has just become a brand now. Yeah. Like, okay, so maybe that person, okay, first of all, maybe you're totally wrong. Maybe, maybe you're totally wrong. they, like, maybe Nirvana is their favorite band and they know all the songs and whatever. And maybe they aren't, like, and maybe they just like, you know, some a couple of singles that are popular. Like, yeah. who the fuck cares? <laughs> who cares? My, it is. I will. I will be the first to say it is really fun when I am wearing a shirt that then I get somebody to comment on and I get to disprove their belief about, yeah, what I might know about whatever is on said shirt. My favorite two shirts to do this with. One is because I have a good story about it, and one is just because it happens all the time, but I ruined that shirt so I don't have it anymore. Mm. Um, I need a new Star Wars shirt. Mm. I had a Star Wars shirt that I would wear to work a lot. Um, and the amount of times that I had men, I don't, I never had anybody but men. Like, very obviously straight cis men. And what... Is the what? Is, what does that say about <laughs> right? <laughs> um, but ask me. Oh, like do do you watch the Star Wars movies? Oh, have you seen Star Wars? Oh, have you just seen the new ones? Because it was also like right after there was the most recent trilogy yeah, with the... Ray and whatever. And I the amount of times that I got to be like, oh yeah, I, I've seen all of them. Like I grew up on the original trilogy because I did. Those were, I watched the first, the, like, original trilogy before I watched any of the other ones. 
which also had some stuff to do with my mom didn't want us seeing the other ones and whatnot but like still i did the amount but seriously the amount of times i got that comment like i like i don't what do you expect to gain from that question right what is the point of you asking and i could there was only one time where that question was not a like did not come off as an attack and came off as like a genuine interest Mm -hmm. and then that person actually asked like oh well have you started watching mandalorian thank you conversation starter that works good job but every person who was like oh but do you really (laughs) who cares (laughs) what does it matter um so that and then the other one which is just my fun story is i have a black belt bride shirt um that has the tour dates down the sleeve Uh uh-huh um, so it is clearly a, like, tour shirt, something that I bought at, a, at concert. a concert. Um, which, I understand that, like, certain bands, they have, like, concert shirts at, like, stores you can just get. Um, but not a band that's still touring, usually. hmm My experience. Anyway, definitely not Blackfield Brides. So it was a concert shirt. Pretty obviously a concert shirt. I was wearing it. I was at work. My manager walks up, who is a man, again, straight cis white man, walks up to me, like, in The passing, most problematic humans. Like, in passing, goes, oh, but did you, re- like, do you really know Black Veil Brides? And I went, yeah, I actually went to the show, that's where this is from, and kept doing my job, because I wasn't gonna stand there and have a conversation with him, but then he circled back around to me like 15 minutes later and had the audacity to be like, okay, well, like, what songs do you like? And I got to, like, pull knowledge out that, like, clearly he wasn't expecting because otherwise we'd not be having this conversation. And then he later went, you know, sometimes I feel like a poser because I came to all this music later and I just went, yeah, you are, and walked away. (laughs) Because I was tired of that conversation. Um, I, I also think the idea of posers is the same as fake fans. Not really a real thing. Yeah. So I, I, don't, I don't care when he decided to like the music. I don't care. I was tired of that conversation. <laughs> that's really why that went the way it did. But that's my other fun one. Yeah. I just don't understand. Like, why do you feel the need to quiz somebody before you see them as somebody who has an actual common interest with you or somebody who is validated in that interest. Yeah. Now, I have a follow-up thing to point about, point out about our stories. Okay. My stories. Yeah, your Do you stories. have any stories you'd like to say before I do this? Or any comments you want to add? I have talked a lot. I can talk so much about gatekeeping because I think it's so stupid. No, I want to hear what you have to say first. So, obviously, these this comes from our experience and we are both female. Um... We both are 20-somethings women mm-hmm. living our lives. Mm-hmm. So we have a very specific experience, and that is to be acknowledged. Mm-hmm. We have a specific experience. That being said, it seems to be pretty consistently um, straight cis men <laughs> who are the problem. As they tend to be. As they tend to be. So the same sort of demographic that is the problem of gatekeeping also seems to be the demographic that gets to decide what is and is not valid interest 
for young females. Mm -hmm. Which maybe isn't necessarily gatekeeping, but I think is fair to talk about in conjunction with this gatekeeping conversation. Yeah. Um, thoughts. <laughs> I have many thoughts. But I want to know if you have anything to say, because I will just keep going. <laughs> um, I... I think one thing that I want to add to this conversation is one of the things that I feel like also happens a lot is like there seem to there seem to be some like like you interests that aren't compatible or aren't seen as compatible. Mm, yes. Like okay, if you're into this then you can't also be into this and like yes. That is where I have a lot of thoughts. Mm -hmm. Because, like, I just, ugh, people are dumb. People are dumb. I can't listen to, it's the, I can't listen to metal music and also wear pink flowers when we go to ballet class. Right, exactly. Like, you have to fit in one specific box mm -hmm. and you can't deviate. Mm -hmm. But, like, we're whole ass people. <laughs> I contain multitudes, okay? <laughs> I can like Taylor Swift and pop punk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and a lot of times things overlap, like, especially with music, not to get, like, I love music about this, but especially with music right now, genres kind of aren't real. Mm-hmm. Like, more, like, now more than ever. I'm not saying that they're they're entirely not real. You still have pop music and you still have, you know, pop punk and you have metal and you have country and like there's still there's still division, sure. But there's so much more overlap and trading and like, it's beautiful. So why should you have to stick to one thing? Maybe the one thing has elements of something else, and that takes you down a different path, and you also like the stuff that's over there. Mm-hmm. And, like, 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 finding something down the line that you like as well, like, doesn't invalidate, like, where it came where from. Where it came from. And vice versa. Which I, music, I talk about music a lot with gatekeeping, because I have beef with it. Um, but I think that that is something that I have... Maybe not personally have had anybody try to do this to me, but, like, existing on the internet, you see the conversations this around certain bands or certain artists, mm -hmm. certain songs even. Like, you can get that small and, you know, you, you think, like, oh, well, what do you, what do you, what, what would you think of me? Sort of, like, what judgment would you pass on me? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But the fact that a lot of the music I like now, I can trace back to the moment in high school where I was all in five seconds of summer fangirl like until i die <laughs> like if i had like i can genuinely tell you if i had not had that all in five seconds summer fangirl part of my life i would not be listening to the majority of music that i do now i can trace i can trace that path mm -hmm. and i like super wasn't that person like in high school i had friends who were but i was like Ooh, they're like Wind Direction, and they're not cool, and whatever. Mm -hmm. And I was, I was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing: sometimes 
It's not that you're a terrible person. You're just a child. A child. Sometimes you're just a dumb child. <laughs> that's not to say that this is getting off track, but that's not to say that you cannot feel bad about what you did. Mm-hmm. But you have grown and changed. You know better. Yeah. It is not worth holding that guilt and resentment over yourself. Yeah. Anyway, so I super wasn't that person. I am that person now. I love Five Seconds of Summer. I listen to them all the time. <laughs> but I like, had no influence in this whatsoever. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Emma has not affected my taste in music whatsoever. I don't think you can exist near me and not be affected by my music taste. Emma no. is definitely also not the only person I've ever been to a concert with. <laughs> Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> I'm proud of this. I'm proud of this. No shame. But yeah, like, those sorts of things were, like, you can't, it should not invalidate my, anybody, like, where you end up, where you started should not invalidate where you end up. And you can still like right. both things. And, and everything in between. Also, you can, like, something and, like, grow away from it and come back to it. Yes. This is kind of back to what we were talking about with, like, hobbies. Mm-hmm. Is, like, your interests change. Mm-hmm. And that is normal and yeah. good and healthy. Yeah, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be the same person that you were. I mean, like, honestly, even, like, a year ago, you, you change in a year. I, people always pull, like, a big, long, like, ten years ago. Fine, you're right, but... Going back to Taylor Swift specifically, because this is my hyperfixation at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I really kind of want off of Swift talk, but that's another story. Um, <laughs> um, like, I was really into Taylor Swift as a kid. Like, fearless, mm-hmm. speak now era first three albums i knew every word i yeah i knew every word and i i still know every word yeah i watched all the music videos and i was super into it and then i like did our song at a girl scout talent show like yeah um but also but i sort of like i don't know it was my experience with taylor swift specifically has been kind of odd because like there I had friends who didn't like the country and then started liking the pop and I had friends who liked the and then I had friends who liked the country like at the beginning and then like you know like fell off later and I was sort of that's you um and I was sort of like in and out Mm -hmm. the whole time like trying to fit in Mm -hmm. even though like kind of just like all of it (laughs) yeah and so but I I did fall off for a while like like I totally missed the entirety of reputation and lover (laughs) when that happened Mm -hmm. I was very aware of both of those things happening because I have a good friend who is aggressive not me not you no 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 (laughs) I mean you are aggressive but you are not this friend you can pout face all you want. This has been your hyperfixation for, like, months at this point. Okay, fine, fair enough. Um, 
Yeah, but you spent like, how many hours watching? Okay. You can be aggressive too. Um. But it just the whole like. Other people's opinions shouldn't dictate your opinions. Mm -hmm. This is getting away from, like, gatekeeping. But it's getting into my thing. Um, but, like... I don't know. Just like what you like. Yeah. Um... Do you mind if I jump back? Jump back. So... The people who tend to be the ones defining, like, what's in the in-group and what's the out-group, specifically in our experience, are the cis straight men. Which is unfortunate. Um, A problematic group of humans, if ever there was one. But even if it's, even if it's not them, even if it's, you know, whatever. The people, people who are making those decisions, um, are also the ones deciding, like, not even just, like, if you are the in or out, what objects are al- you are allowed to like and not like. What bands you are allowed to like and not like. What games, what toys, what hobbies, what books, what movies, whatever. Which, <laughs> it's mm-hmm. the whole, like, okay, you're, you're stuck in this box of, like, this is what you're allowed to like. But then you're also, like, punished for that being what you like. Yes. Exactly. It's, it's the whole so fucked up. Like seeing boy bands as lesser artists, less talented musicians, because their audience is Girls. primarily female. Yeah. Which is my biggest beef <laughs> with this stuff. Um you can track um there are bands. I can't think of the one that I did for that speech now. Um, I don't know. I don't know. There's there's certain bands you can it, within. I was I did the speech that was about Gerard Way making a good statement on just let people like what they want mm-hmm. and stop punishing teenage girls and whatnot. So I looked at like pop punk mostly, but you can track certain bands and how when they skyrocket in female popularity they're like critique online not like, necessarily sort of like overall perceived popularity yeah. like, their perceived popularity they they suddenly become lesser musicians they become they are less good than an artist less talented um less valuable have less to say mm-hmm. and you can like track that by reading reviews and you can just like people especially now people talking on twitter like that sort of stuff um but i i did actually like read somebody who had like done sort of a study on it on that that concept mm-hmm. um so i want to go back to five seconds of summer which is the birth of emma is obsessed with music and watching them recently i have lots of thoughts about like it would have been interesting to see Five Seconds Summer have a slightly different career path if they hadn't been on mm-hmm. um, the One Direction tour. It's all speculation that I just think is fascinating because, you know, decisions and how things play out do 
affect where you end up in life. I think that that has affected the way their music sounds. I love them. This is not a criticism of them. I love them. I love where they are. I love their music. Uh, they have always had a primarily female fan base, especially after the One Direction tour, because One Direction has a primarily female fan base. Mm -hmm. They recently did an interview. I can't remember with, he with who, but I just saw a TikTok video of it as well. Um, but they were asked something about, like, their fans, and they made the comment they that they were aware mm -hmm. that because, like, their fans were primarily female, that they got written off by people, that they got written off as a boy band, that they weren't always taken seriously. And they, Ashton pointed out that in relation to that, they have made an effort to actively make their image less sexualized mm. because you know the idea of a boy band it's all these pretty boys mm -hmm. which is part of the reason like oh then all the girls like the pretty boys that means it's like it's fruity and frilly and doesn't mean anything is the idea the perceived idea right right so he made a comment about like you know that was what they did on their end and that they love their fans and that they have noticed that really it's young female fans that are ahead of the trend. They are able to pick out what bands are going to last, what artists are going to stand the test of time, what is going, going to be big. Give it a few years. Mm -hmm. But something that, like, something that they did is have to recognize that they were being written off because of their audience stand by their audience no matter what and really take a look at how they were presenting themselves mm -hmm. because they didn't want to present themselves as like oh pretty boy band mm -hmm. i have a a similar thing to say um I just really enjoyed that they were like, no, I think they actually just know what they're doing and y'all just won't listen. <laughs> <laughs> um, but after, after the, like, end of One Direction and when, like, Harry Styles started making his own music, mm -hmm. I remember my friend being, say, telling me that her dad had, like, listened to it and was like, oh, this is actually good. Like, surprised. Yeah. And, uh, um... Yeah, it's just, like, I mean, yeah, you can't write somebody off as, like, not talented That's or not, like, relevant isn't the word I want, but, like, not, valuable, like, worthwhile. valuable, yeah, um, based on, like, who their audience is. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, like, I'll be the first person, I will be the first person to say I was not a One Direction fan. I'm still not a One Direction fan. That hasn't changed. There are certain so One Direction songs that I do like. Mm -hmm. And there's some that are just like, it's fun to sing because it, it's stupid and catchy and was on the radio all the time. It's very, like, 2010. Yeah. <laughs> and that's fine. But I wasn't, I, I don't know every word to every one of their songs after, uh, off every one of their albums. Mm -hmm. I was not that person. Um, I went to a One Direction concert. And, like, didn't know, <laughs> know all their songs. And it was, like, fine. 
Um, it wasn't a concert I would have picked to go to. I went with her friend's birthday. Um, but I would always, like, when, because I was also, like, went to that concert at the same time that Emma was big, Five Seconds of Summer, but it was the end of, like, all the way Five Seconds of Summer all the time in the beginning of, like, oh, there's all these other pop punk bands. Mm-hmm. Um, Emma, that era of Emma. <laughs> I was the first, like, person that, like, when somebody would be like, oh, you went to a One Direction concert? Because people knew that I didn't like One Direction, and, mm-hmm. like, I was willing to admit that. Um, and would often admit that, probably to some people's annoyance. Um, because I was also an awful small human. They wanted to be like, I'm not like those girls, which is a whole other topic for a whole other day, but <laughs> I was that child. But when asked, I would, I would be the first one to be like, they are super talented. There's not one of those guys that isn't talented. Like, right. They can do the thing. They put on a good show. Yeah. I will never discredit that. Just because I did not like them doesn't mean that they were not talented. <laughs> And I think that there just needs to be more of that in the world. Yes. Just because something isn't your specific cup of tea doesn't mean that it doesn't have value. Yeah. But yeah, I just think it's fun that the same people who are deciding what is valuable and worthwhile and good um, are the people who will then challenge you on being a fan of something that they have already deemed as being valuable, good, whatever, um, or make fun of you for being into the thing that they have decided that you are allowed to be into. Mm-hmm. Gatekeeping. Yeah. Just let people like what they like. Don't be a dick about it. Don't be a dick in general. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, I mean, obviously we have stated very clearly, like, gatekeeping bad mm-hmm. there there that is not to say that like go do anything there are certain things that like you know movies are rate ratings for a reason that that is like a safety thing like there's there's something that you can like point at and be like oh that's a practice of gatekeeping it is keeping somebody out from something but if it is for their safety their mental health whatever we we're we're pro that that is not bad gatekeeping <laughs> that is protecting and good mm-hmm. yeah that I that's can... really all i want to say you can there's not that there not not that there is some gatekeeping that is okay but things that are set in place to like allow people in and keep people out that's not gatekeeping. <laughs> that is protecting and yeah. There's a difference. There's a, There's difference. a line. There's a line. There's a difference. Yeah. That's the point I want to make. <laughs> At the end. But deciding that somebody isn't as valid of a fan as you for XYZ reason or that some interests are less um valid than others like that's just bullshit Mm -hmm. like i'm sorry you are just an asshole yep you just suck also maybe never do never do that in general 
But definitely don't do it to somebody at their place of work. Yeah. <laughs> and definitely, going back to your story, definitely don't try to tell somebody that they aren't, like, a valid fan and then try to, like, have a conversation about your shared interest. Yeah. Especially when you're technically, like, in a position of power <laughs> over somebody. Not, like, not I'm sorry. You just not just a good look. Suck. <laughs> you just suck. I could talk about gatekeeping and how I think it's stupid a lot. Okay. I also um, had a conversation. So, a couple of my friends have recently gone and seen the D&D movie, um, which I'm very excited about. Um, I also would like to go see the D&D movie. I want to see the D&D movie so bad. So, then we were talking about how... Um, he wants to DM a game for us and that he's right, you know, right. would be very into that. Um, and I, you know, made some comment. I was like, oh, yeah, like, we we did a game. Um, and, like, we didn't get very far. Really fun. And I said that you would, you had said that you would be interested in playing. Um, and he was like, oh, yeah, like, that sounds, that sounds great. Like, just, like, was kind of trying to judge, like, your knowledge level of D&D. Um... I was like, well, I mean, she'd be super down, but, like, she doesn't necessarily know, like, all the rules or any of that. And so would, like, probably be, we'll, we'll have questions. Have questions, like, be nervous at first, whatever. Like, a reasonable human response to doing something new. <laughs> um, <laughs> and he was basically like, oh, yeah, yeah like... Yeah, obviously, like, he, like, just was like, yeah, obviously, like, why wouldn't that mm -hmm. be okay? And I was like, because people are awful and keep the shit out of this game. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. he, like, not that he, not that that hadn't occurred to him or that he was not aware that that had happened, but he was just like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. Kind of, kind of forgot that that's a real thing. <laughs> I was like, I am so glad that you live in a world where you can forget that gatekeeping is uh, Wouldn't that be nice? But it was, like, I mean, there was no harm meant by that. Like, he just, yeah. Yeah. You just gotta, but it was funny. Let people like what they like and find people who are not shitty. And let people, like, Rather than being the person who is gatekeeping something, especially, like, I totally understand the, like, oh, it's my thing, it's special to me, like, I want to protect it. Like, that, I think, is a lot of where gatekeeping comes, comes from. from. I get that. Like, certain fandom, certain whatever, like, is special. I get it. But maybe rather than, like, attacking them for not liking it the same way you do... Let that be a, like, stepping stone for you to share the way that you like it. Share what it means to you. Be a bridge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Brunette's Beans and Babble. You can follow us on Instagram at Brunette's Beans Babble and Twitter at Beans Babble. If you want to weigh in on the discussion or suggest a topic for us to babble about or some beans for us to try, you can email us at brunettesbeansbabble at gmail.com. Brunette's Beans and Babble is hosted by Emma Lane and Emily Moreland. Our cover art was designed by Emma Lane, web designed by Emily Moreland, and our music is Cheery Monday by Kevin McLeod.
Thanks for listening and we'll babble with you next time. Thank you.